Hello, I'm Delilah Sullivan and welcome to my podcast called Downloads from Spirit, where I channel answers to questions posed from my three spiritual guides, although on this occasion I think it's more than just the three of them, there's quite a few, and um, the questions that are sent in, I write down the answers as I hear them, unedited, and then read them out um, on this recording. This is a longer episode. It's um, a special one that I've done on the coronavirus. I've been waiting to do it. Um, It feels like the right time now. I've invited questions and I have six questions. And one of my guides um, has given the answer on behalf of a collective of all of them. For the coronavirus, I myself am finding it a very fascinating experience. Obviously, it brings some distress and chaos and uncertainty, but it's also a rich and powerful period for awakening and and making some profound changes in our lives. So I hope um, whatever experience you're having, I hope that there's something useful and empowering and reassuring that you can take from this podcast. I'll first of all start by reading out the six questions that I have and then I'll go into their answer. The six questions are, the first one, my question for your spirit guides would be, was this supposed to happen? Dean Koontz's book, The Eyes of Darkness, mentions a pneumonia-like virus spreading globally in 2020. Was he channeling as he wrote? Second question is, is the coronavirus a biblical warning to stop and think? to change our current behaviour. The third question is, can you catch the virus twice? The fourth question is, is it just a a conspiracy theory or has the virus been created within a bio-warfare laboratory? Is this what we should really be concerned with? What are we at greater risk of? The fifth question is, what will be the economic impact of this current virus? And the final question is, as people face the losses of economic and physical freedom, how can they be reassured that they will be okay? Fear is creating panic, but overnight life is dramatically changing for many. What should we be taking from this experience and how best to navigate it for all our benefits? And what else do we need to know? So those are the questions that are going to be answered um, one by one in the podcast. And the answer is as follows. This passage of answers to questions is one we have been looking forward to answering, for it brings much joy to be, of, to be of useful contribution. Given the nature of the questions, the vast energetic need for answers, we bring all our attention and contribution. I answer on behalf of all here. Consider this a collective answer to collective questioning. And so this itself has value even in the intention and bringing together in this simple yet reflective act. The questions you have, which we will get to in a moment, are considered by us to have a common limiting factor. They ask of what's possible and what has happened to create this situation. We will answer all questions from the stance of right here, right now, to be appropriate at whatever time this recording is heard. Our responses will be universal and timeless, though we will attempt to also answer the nuances of each posing. For the questions and, and for the questions and opportunity, we are very honoured.
The first question you have is, my question for your spirit guides would be, was this supposed to happen? Dean Koontz's book, The Eyes of Darkness, mentions a pneumonia-like virus spreading globally in 2020. Was he channeling as he wrote? This is a question which has many requests within it. Firstly, everyone channels, though to varying degrees, should they wish to, that is. Creative inspiration is the act of tuning into, placing attention between the head and the heart. From this powerful place, in connecting to inspiration outside of oneself, a thought, a spark of imagination, of transcendence perhaps, one connects with the greater reality, the common field of thought, you may call it. This field of information, intelligence and divinity, whilst considering what divinity means for each person, which may not be a god, is what keeps the world together. Philosophers such as Carl Jung would call it the collective unconscious. We prefer the now evolved term of the field of potential. Carl Jung was not incorrect, but energies move, adapt, grow, as does a virus, and in time they become conscious. Manifest, you might say. So the collective field of information was indeed holding this idea for which attention to it, via an author's notes, will contribute to its effect. And this is what all of you do each and every day. Hence the saying, careful what you wish for or your thoughts create your reality. As for one, so for the whole. Now, of course, no one person is, is responsible for any element of life and function on planet Earth. But the collective actions and reactions will affect each individual person. And this is what this virus is, a tipping in the balance from individuals controlling or attempting to control the whole, one could describe it as the rise of ego or unconscious self-benefit, to the whole supporting the individual. This is the shift occurring through the rampant spread of this experience. Just as one reads a bestseller, one reads the experience of a virus affecting one's life. Sometimes it takes a dramatic experience for people to awaken. And this is the global shift in experience and perspectives of reality which is happening right now. Now your second question, is the coronavirus a biblical warning to stop and think, to change our current behaviour, is a follow-on from the first. Whilst of a similar nature, the fundamental question is, is there an outside source making this happen to us, to me? And we would suggest not, but that the call has been answered, that the underlying call for help has been answered, that in humanities as, as a collective's request for life to be different, for the incongruences and in soul's expression to be lifted, that this is being raised to the surface. As the behaviours and choices and actions which one knows at a deep cellular level to be inconsistent with truth and love and harmony are raised, so too the soul, the spirit and essence of individuals are also raised. In the awareness, a virus, if one calls it this, though it is simply a flush or flow of energy, is enabling its release. The fact that the virus enables some to pass into spirit, whilst distressing for many and not to be underappreciated in personal effect and compassion, does enable a lifting of spirit, though we fully appreciate the intricacies and chaos this brings. So the answer to the question of should one change one's behaviour, 
we would suggest is a case of one's request for changed behaviour has created the experience of a sweep of energy labelled as a virus. Your third question, can you catch it twice? The answer to this is yes. Of course one can experience a situation twice, any situation. A virus, such as an illness, a marriage, a birthday, a holiday, a loss. Any situation can be experienced twice. And any experience can be integrated, felt, learned from and appreciated without needing to be experienced twice. The sooner one accepts what one wishes at a deep inner level to accept, the sooner we can step into the experience. Will the new experience be less challenging? Perhaps not. But will the movement forward bring joy, satisfaction and a release of creative essence? Absolutely. Will you allow yourself the experience to feel these emotions? Only you can decide that. Your fourth question, is it just a conspiracy theory or has the virus been created within a biowarfare laboratory? Is this what we should, should really be concerned with? What are we at greater risk of? Is a great one because it asks the simple question everyone is wishing at some level to ask. Are we safe? And the answer is and always will be yes. Absolutely yes. Will you feel pain, sadness, joy, regret, perhaps? Love, compassion and insistence to excel and do your best? Also yes. Will others attempt in their own ways and methods to exercise their best? And the answer is yes. Whatever this looks like, whatever is created. The only way to supersede excellence and creativity, be that the creation of a virus or a panacea, is to rise to one's own abilities and excellence in nature and from nurture. Imagine if everyone brought their best and most humble and loving selves to each day. No destruction would be felt on the planet, no intended pain. Yes, there will undoubtedly be creationism of warfare by a limited few. But the intelligence and drive which creates any manifested product, elusive or tangible, is the same intelligence and drive which creates all panacea, all solution for pain and all manifestation for joy and pleasure. It is the fundamental belief in the provision of benefit, of ability to create a flourishing world and individual reality which supersedes any need for, for answer. For therein lies one's truth. Believe in the power of good, of what's possible to benefit the world, and you will collectively raise your levels of presence, excellence, and endeavour to surpass any possibility of contagion, now or in the future. What the mind and soul believes, the heart enables. Your fifth question of what will be the economic impact of this current virus is perhaps the most tricky to answer, for it relies upon your beliefs. It is also the most useful to answer because it encompasses day-to-day -day movement, choices and experiences. Money, the currency, well one of them, of your, of your economy, is also a virus. It is no different if you consider it. Created from an unknown source, available to all, creating impact, passed on through exchange, subject to control, sanitization and hoarding, Dismissal, preoccupation, need, fear, loss, gain, we could go on. 
and people want it. A virus people want. How interesting is that? Very quickly, with attention and desire, money has grown to become intrinsic in society and energetically in the human race. Your personal cellular makeups now contain the energy, or virus, one could refer to it as, of money. And it's an adapting virus of sorts, now commonly referred to as finance, wealth, prosperity, abundance, living standards. So the impact of this global sweep of new energy will affect the intrinsic presence of existing energy. It's how the system, be it a physical body or the engine of a car, for instance, or the energies of the planet, adapts to the current environment and how species are lost. But importantly, a reframing of the energies of economy is needed, is part of the deeper call to action. How your personal economics will be affected This depends upon your beliefs and your ability to rise to the inner inspiration and challenge. Will you, can you, live well, happy and flourish through this experience? Absolutely. Will, can you develop into the human race the world needs and wants? Absolutely. Will reality change? Yes. Will you find it exciting? If you wish to. How do you do this? By letting go surrendering and following your hearts. Action what you know to be true, savour what you know to be true and appreciate what is becoming increasingly true and you will move through this experience with ease. The sixth and final question, as people face the losses of economic and physical freedom, how can they be reassured that they will be okay? Fear is creating panic, but overnight life is dramatically changing for many. What should we be taking from this experience and how best to navigate it for all our benefits? And what else do we need to know? This is perhaps the most concise question and gives the ability for us to share our vision. As a support to the human experience, we are here to guide and support you to enable your fullest experience. All we wish for you is what you wish for yourself. We also have a vision though, a collective vision of grace, harmony and well-being. Just as some get ill before recovering into wisdom, peace and serenity, we see this experience on earth as a divine opportunity. Again, we use divine in its reference as a stroke of grace and of cosmic intelligence. What you see for yourself at this time determines the experience you will have. And in any moment, this experience or outlook can change. See it as an opportunity to learn, to grow, for creativity, for connection, for assistance, for the flourishing of qualities of love, compassion, nurture, intent. See it as a time to lead, to step back, to spend time with young ones, older ones, wiser ones, in nature. Tend the land, create moments of beauty, of support and inspiring and uplifting conversation and laughter. Draw, read, mend clothes, reframe priorities, spend time in your bodies, in your spirit, in yourselves. Love one another, love oneself, accept no loss or self-punishment. Create the feeling of how you would like life to be, right now. Surrender into the experience of what life can be like, no matter the circumstances. Allow it to be what it can be, this is freedom.
Fight for your right to be happy and alongside your neighbours. Not with an energy of or intent to create disharmony, but with your passion to believe in what's possible and what you know at a deep level to be truth. As you allow your passion to expand itself, you will get your answers and information as, as to how to proceed. A global pandemic is the opportunity for change, but take it slowly and make it definitive. This is how energy is integrated quickly and swiftly. Put yourself in resistance and you will experience a lengthy affair. Take it slow, considerately and effectively and you will experience definitive conscious change. You will awaken to a new level of yourself. We have been very honoured to answer these questions. I would like to leave you all with one thought. See the benefits of this experience and you will benefit from the experience. Share the benefits and you will discover a world as yet unseen. This is our promise to you. With love, anticipation of good health and a new prosperity, the guides and channel of Delilah. If you would like to find out more about my work or submit a question to be answered by one of the guides, please visit my website at delilahsullivan.com. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions following this podcast or indeed would like to book an online session to discuss any personal issues or any um, personal relevance to yourself, please also do so via my website. I do have Skype um, sessions available. You can also sign up on my website for my newsletter um, to receive blog, my blog and energy tips into your inbox. I hope this podcast has been helpful. I wish you the best of health and as the guys say, prosperity as well. So have a great rest of the day and be well.